The Chaser Report is recorded on Gadigal land. Striving for mediocrity in a world of excellence, this is The Chaser Report. Hello and welcome to The Chaser Report with Dom and Charles. Happy anniversary, Charles. Yay! One year of the Albanese government, which means it's one year since the Morrison government uh, ended. And I must say, Charles, looking back on the past 12 months, Mm. it seems that several of the most egregious scandals of the past 12 months Involved Scott Morrison. So I've got to say, yes. congratulations to him for having such a long tail. Yes. Um, he may not have been Prime Minister, but the, the multiple ministry stuff, the robo-debt, all, he, the legacy that he's left is just, I mean, it's made the Albanese government's first year very enjoyable for the Albanese government, I'm imagining. Well, this is the thing that is really interesting about Scott Morrison, and I think more interesting than his predecessors, Tony Abbott and, and Malcolm Turnbull, right? Which is that the more distance you get from him, the weirder he feels. It's like one of those 3D paintings, right? Like like those magic eye things. I don't know. It's not like that at all. No, but, <laughs> but it's like you, the the more you look at him, the less you can see. He's a really. Oh, I see what you I mean. I think he's gonna be one of like I think. In 20 years' time, we're going to go, what the hell was Australia thinking? Because he sort of... Well, it was very clear what Australia was thinking, Charles, to be yeah. fair. I mean, it's mm. not that hard to remember. So I'm thinking, no, Bill Shorten, thank you very much, his, his campaign yes. based on higher taxes somehow <laughs> fell flat well, rather than going... Um, as like it was pretty obvious yeah. even then that what you do is you don't make any terrifying promises that they can run against you on, mm. and then ahead of your second term, that's when you start to do the stuff that's a little bit more challenging, like John Howard with the GST. Yes, Rudd and Howard and and now Albanese all did the same formula of small target, mm. and Short was like, "Nope, I'm going to trust the Australian people with my plan," <laughs> yes. and that's why Scott Morrison was prime minister. Yes, you're right. That is for, right for another three years, and then and actually just thinking about it. He almost immediately started failing, didn't he? Like before COVID, there was the bushfires, you know, and all his, oh, yes. you know, going oh, to Hawaii and everything. Hawaii, that's true. Anyway, so, but. But we're supposed to be talking about the Albanese government yeah. the first 12 months, which have been made dramatically easier by Scott Morrison. Yes, that's true. More of that after this break. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. So the point being, I reckon, like, you can sort of, in terms of a report card of how the first year has gone, mm. you got to say incredibly boring B student, don't you think? I mean, isn't that the aim? Yes. Isn't the aim? Yes. And uh, Albanese's done a bunch of first anniversary uh, interviews over the course of the weekend, mm. which generally uh, say, well, we're going we're gonna to try for an A. What mm. are you talking about? Progressives, get back in your box. But I think that we've been so trained over the last, say, several thousand years <laughs> to expect that our rulers will just immediately break all their promises. Mm, that's true, actually. That it is very weird and very sort of discombobulating seeing 
Anthony Albanese generally follow his promises. Yes, even on the stage three tax cuts, which mm. um, really, given how much the economic conditions have changed since they were legislated, as he keeps reminding us, mm. like his line is, oh, but it's legis- It's the law of the land that there's stage three mm. tax cuts. We could, couldn't possibly change that. I mean, everything mm. else will reform. Yeah, but- I mean, the whole point of government is, of course, to change the laws of the land, but <laughs> like, quite aside from that little tiny detail that... That when you become government, yes, you, you can, can actually change, change the yeah. laws. And, and, and then, in actual fact, if people vote for change, then they probably expect change. Yeah. Yes, but so he said he wouldn't do it. And this is the thing. This is the thing that's so interesting. I mean, he has actually ticked off a lot of things that they said that they'd do. Mm. Things like the uh, federal ICAC, mm. yes. um, cha- indu- changes to industrial laws, the arts yes. policy. There are a bunch of things that they've kind of been quietly going, going on and doing. But. In some of the areas where they were campaign hardest, things like certainly job seeker and the biggest one is probably climate change. It's been it's certainly been slow and steady uh, wins. Maybe not the race, but oh, like positive coverage from News Corp. Well, that didn't really happen. It's been it's been a it's been a win for the fossil fuel industry. Let's face it. Like, like it's, funny how that always seems it, to happen. Yeah. Uh, look, I think it, well, should we talk about? The, the new coal mine? Have we talked about the new coal mine on this podcast? The, the new, new coal. There's so many. It's hard to remember which one you mean. We did we did talk about oh, yeah. how the, she approved several things on the yeah, same day. And yeah. Tanya yeah. Flibisek, the environment minister, probably not the most delighted member of the, no. of the first year. I think yeah. she's had a worse uh, first year than most. I've seen a lot of ministers on social media proudly printing all these graphics of all the things that they've done. Mm. I haven't seen whether Tanya's done one of those. No. Just um, um, a big lump <laughs> of coal. Well, yeah. But... There are a lot of little things. I want to talk about the little things. Why don't you talk about the little things? So oh, was... no, but by the way, just to, just to correct the record, oh, let me read this out uh, before we get to the little things. Tanya Plibersek on Instagram, we've achieved a lot for the environment in our first year, committed to protecting 30% of our lands and oceans by 2030, legislated a path to net zero, double the number of renewable energy projects, zero new extinctions is their target. Have you heard of that one? Zero extinctions. I want zero extinctions, including Tanya. I think yeah. Tanya is at the top of the list of people. I, who I, would, want to I would think she's very endangered in her seat. Yeah. And there's a whole bunch of other things on the list, recycling, building a circular economy uh, and so on. doesn't say anything about the coal mines. I can't see a single That's, graphic here that saying is very weird. approved a bunch of yes. coal mines and, uh, you know, kept the Dani and all the other things. Yeah. That's what? so weird. But there's Why? lots of pictures of her with trees. Why would you not? Look, here she is in some sort of wetland. Uh, is she chopping down the trees? <laughs> That's the Great Barrier Reef. Yeah. She's holding a little girl's hand in the outback. In, in the, in the Maybe she's telling her, don't worry, you can work at the coal mine, we're opening around the corner. <laughs> I'm not sure. So, but there are, uh, well, on Tanya, she counts as one of the little things, right? One of the things that Tanya's done in the last year is declare that that sort of Macquarie Island. Yes, that's actually mentioned in the list here. Right. Mm. is going to be a marine sanctuary, right? And that is actually important to the future wealth of the entire globe because actually that sub-Antarctic, which Australia has responsibility for, is responsible for 75% of the ocean's nutrition. Oh. Like all the sort of nutrients that come, you know, that, that other fish eat all around the world come from the sub-Antarctic. It's an incredibly rich, nutrient-rich sort of ecosystem. It's what's the Engadine McDonald's of yes, and the so seas. and so the fact that they're going to turn it into a marine sanctuary, it's going to piss off the whole lot of fishing people. But 
actually, it's incredibly important. And then the other little thing that I just wanted to note is I walked into a bank on Thursday oh, yeah. to try and set up a bank account. And the guy, the teller was unnecessarily chatty to me. Well, they don't have much to do these days. No. Right? Yeah. 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 I think he was trying to... Oh, my God, a few yeah. human customers <laughs> walked into the bank. <laughs> and he was saying that the moment... Because I said, have you noticed any change between... Labor and Liberal, like once Labor get got in, any got you in touch with the people, Charles. No, it, well, it's because he was sort of going, "Oh, I've got to do all this know your customer stuff, you know, anti money mm. laundering stuff." And I, I don't remember that ever being a thing where they've got to know all your numbers and everything. No, in fact, Scott Morrison was very much against yes. checking the details <laughs> of applications for, for instance, jobs. Yeah, well, the ministries. But well, imagine. Scott Morrison walking into the bank, he'd have to show like five different identities <laughs> for all his ministries and everything. But no, so he he says no. The moment Labor got in, APRA, which is the Prudential Authority that mm. oversees banks, bank regulator, just yeah. suddenly cracked down on all this know your customer stuff. That's why we've got to be all strict about it's, it. That's pretty funny. I got this call from the, from the Commonwealth Bank saying. Um, we need all your details about the Chaser Bank account, which I never operated. I don't know. It's so bizarre. Mm. It, I've never been involved in the bank account at the Chaser. At least as far as, maybe there's a Shell bank account with my name yeah. on it somewhere. <laughs> there wouldn't be any money in it. In fact, I inquired and there wasn't. Yeah. So, yeah, it was closed about 10 years ago. But nevertheless, good work, CBA. Yeah. Very See, that's, thorough. That's good. That's, that's very good. Impressive. Hang on. Is there a Shell company I need to find out about? Anyway, uh, no let's comments, talk off Dom. the podcast. Yeah, yeah. Anyway. So that's uh, so. So what are we going to say? B plus. B I mean, Tanya's the thing that Tanya didn't put in that little montage yeah. on Instagram uh, was she didn't put turned up to work each day despite everything, which is probably yes. her biggest achievement. Yes. over the past twelve months, the person yeah, who was deputy going to be deputy PM with Bill Shorten was going to be education minister, and now has to reprove comp. Yes, and apparently, my understanding, the gossip is that actually. A lot of those announcements that she's being forced to make are coming direct from Albo's office. That essentially he's just read pile, this one, read piling it, it on. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, well, you know what, Charles? The amazing thing is that if it ever becomes all too much, either just for a weekend or a week, or on a permanent basis, she can go to the Macquarie Island Marine Sanctuary. Yes, and there's no internet access there. There's nothing there. I think. And she can just have a break. And it is true. Like, the Environment Minister, of all the ministers, I think is actually one of the most powerful ministers mm. in terms of a lot of stuff she personally has to approve for things to progress. Yeah, they gave a lot of discretion so that when the coalition's in power, they can wave things through personally. Yes. And get... The great thing is if you're going to a donor yes. who wants something approved yes. uh, and you're the person who can personally wave it through, yes. it's a lot easier to get a big check. So maybe she should just start that grift. Like maybe the problem is she's sort of resisting oh, her so power. Oh, so she's being sent uh, – yeah. I don't know if this is true, but she's being told by head office, by the PMO, yeah. approve this thing. Mm. She should be going to the donors and saying, look, it's up to me. I'm, yeah, I haven't made my mind up. What do you reckon? <laughs> Got, Got any checks? I wonder whether that's what she did with Macquarie Island. She went to the Penguins and said, <laughs> well, come on, Emperor Penguins, what have what you up for me? I mean, you- look, how long has <laughs> it been since a brown uh, paper bag full of money was last seen in Labor headquarters? When mm. did Sam Dastari resign? <laughs> so there you go. Albo's uh, government is one. <sighs> yeah, and look, he's clearly aiming to be there for a long time. The, yeah. The problem is, don't you think that he's sort of positioned himself as a centre? Oh, like, p- politically, he's brilliant, right? Like, he's positioned himself as a centre-right party. The Liberal Party have nowhere to go. 
The Greens will end up becoming quite big, I think. Well, that and would actually be a huge accomplishment. And you know what? If, if during the course of his yes. his term as Prime Minister, Labor <laughs> becomes the main centre-right party yes. and the Greens become... Because Labor's obviously... Let's let's be fair to them. Their policy is very different from the coalition's. Yes. Um, and the Greens become the centre-left party or the, mm. the left party. Uh, all that the Liberals have left is the... Let's pick on First Nations people angle, which seems to be what mm. they're doing, at the, focusing on. Well, I think that's a very, I mean, this is Australia. I think Actually, it's got a long history probably, of working. And they're probably still the centre. <laughs> while they're saying no to the voice, they're probably still the centre. Yeah. Oh, oh, Tom. I know, I know. Look, uh. no, the polls aren't that bad. They're, they're, it had, I feel like the voice at this stage in the process is exactly the sort of we're sick of the whole thing endorsement mm. that same-sex marriage had where everyone's just like, oh, yeah, okay, whatever. Mm. And that's actually, by the Australian people's standards, that's a ringing endorsement. Did you see Noel Pearson on Friday going up against Mick Gouda? Mick, and, Mick Gouda, yeah. I saw yeah. the comments reported. It was uh, unbelievable. I mean, where's that? Yeah. That's what I want to see on Q&A. But, uh, with all respect to Stan Grant, it's a sad situation. Mm. That's what Q&A should be. It should be a cage match. Yes. People who really disagree. <laughs> Wouldn't that be fun? But you, don't want a moder- you don't want a moderator, Charles. We'll just play, play a little grab of Noel Pearson's appearance on ABC Radio on Friday morning. This is from RN Breakfast, yeah. From RN Breakfast. And on the nights when there was a scary movie like The Exorcist or... You know, the night of the living dead, we were prone to wetting the bed. And this is what little Mickey Good has done here. He's wetting the bed far too early in the day. See, that's the sort of, like, just personal attack that we haven't seen in a politician since Paul Keating. I reckon Noel Pearson is the first politician, or a political figure, not politician, but but person since Paul Keating to actually just get down in the mud and just punch people in the have face. Have that much of a dress. Yes, and it's Imagine so Pe- entertaining. Like- Peter Dutton must have saw that and just thought, I can't. I know I'm a Queensland cop, but I, I can't compete with this sort of... I think what I think that the Labor Party needs to recruit Noel Pearce. Although, is he a Lib or is he... Is I'm Noel not Pearce sure. A, I think I mean, he might be a Lib. If but- he's wise, he probably hasn't really played his cards. Right. But- you don't want to do a Warren Mundine and be the federal president of Labor but- and then a coalition candidate and then the face of the no campaign. <laughs> that's a... Yeah. It's an odd trajectory to have. <laughs> but, but what I'm saying is, let's get rid of Albo and have Noel Pearson as our Prime Minister because it would be so much more entertaining. Charles, you see, you, you wouldn't, you wouldn't do that. You wouldn't. Now, this is Australia. Uh, have you learnt nothing from Stan Grant's comments over the oh, weekend? Yeah. You can't. You're not going to have uh, an Aboriginal man running a thing. That's just not the way this country works. You're not going to have Stan Grant, for instance, being the managing director of the ABC. Or on the board, or have a be anything other than someone who they trundle out when they want to have a bit of uh, acknowledging the, the kind of facts of the coronation. That's what he's there for. You bring him out, you bring him for Q and A. You don't put him in charge. That's just not how Australia works. The managers are white. It's just the system. Yeah, that's. So if you feel a little <laughs> bit depressed, that's just sort of where we are, isn't it? I mean, look. It's been a. We've come a long way since the days of the multiple ministries and the the vaccine uh, mm. debacle. At least we're not in lockdown, Charles. Mm. Yeah. Look, I think. So what I was about to say, just to complete my thought about you know Albo aiming to be a long term government. Oh yes, like, like that's his whole de- whole yeah. idea is slow slow and steady wins the race, which is what he's done. So yeah, far. and mm. just always say what you're going to do and then do it and promise. And you know, except for. 
poor people and stuff like that. You don't need to hold those promises. But well, you know, like because you, the, the thing, the point is, you got out of the council flat, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And and then and stay in the lodge as long as possible. The thing that I'd say is, he has to become better at telling a story for that to work, right? Like he has no story. Like the Labor Party have no story. Like I think one of the reasons why it's sort of hard to work out. Well, what did they do in their first year? Is because there's no overarching story about, oh, well, we got in and we want, like, who are they governing on behalf of? Like, what is it? What are they doing? What, what, what are they, what's their. You know, the funniest thing, the funniest thing is that the answer to that question, if you're uh, a News Corp journalist or mm. the coalition, you'll say the unions, you'll say the workers, <laughs> you'll say the poor. Yeah. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrowcom slash ACAST. That's burrowcom slash ACAST. burrowcom slash ACAST. The Chaser Report. Less news, less often. Wages have gone backwards in real terms greater in the last year than in the last 20 years. Like, this is the worst wage, real wage growth in 20... Well, it's actually going backwards for the first time in 20 years. Like, Not for Albo, personally. Yeah. <laughs> He's doing all right. There is, there's no story there. What is the story? I don't know what the story is. What's the his sto- story? His story is... Um, I'm not going to frighten the horses. You can. I'm not going to freak you out. I'm not one of those scary firebrand lefties. Right. I don't fight Tories anymore. Uh, I, if anything, and, I go and speak at their um, luncheon function. So the story is you've actually got somebody vaguely competent in charge. The, the, you know what he's turning yeah. into? He's turning into, and, and I'm not, he's turning into the Labor John Howard because the genius of John Howard was until his final term, until his fourth term, mm. he just, whatever the policy setting he needed, Yes. To, be, to get 51% of the people on board, yes. he did. And that's where Albo is. Albo yeah. just wants to have a, a slim majority with doing the kinds of things, but not, nothing hugely radical yeah. that people might like. And the opposition's absolutely nowhere. Just as, I mean, mm. Albo's doing what you need to do to create a Simon Crean opposition leader. But, but Albo did. Like he's doing a sort of reverse Howard because because Howard did the intervention in his last term and did all that stuff to First Nations people and made mm. that a huge thing about his. Whereas Albo is sort of doing a reverse intervention in his first term. Does that mean that in Albo's fourth term he'll start handing all the guns back? Is I that think how we talked about this the other day. Yeah. Yeah. Could could be, but the, this the thing if the goal. And this is the thing that Labor probably forgot for about a decade. But if the goal is to actually govern, if you want to become the natural party of government, yes. he's doing exactly what he needs to do, yeah. uh, which is uh, both highly competent, given his job, but also massively depressing uh, yeah, in some yes. respects as well. Yeah, so just listen to your real bosses, which are coal mining executives. And uh, and voters in marginal seats. Voters well. in marginal seats. Uh, Bill Shorten can tell you about that one. And negative gearing people. And people – and. 
make sure you don't scare anyone. No, who, no scare campaign. Who negative gears because um, they probably own the Australian or. And as soon as Peter Dutton comes out and tries to scare campaign you on negative gearing or something, you just say no, we're not going to do that. Yeah, give him give him and nothing. You just. So you just literally implement the other side's policy or, or, or all the policies that could possibly have a scare campaign around them. You just sort of don't change. Well, you know what his pitch is? His mm. pitch is, and this is it was very clear in the Sydney Morning Herald interview, his pitch is we are actually going to change stuff slowly yes. and cautiously and yes. not all at once. Yes. And so, you know, we, in, in, so the compelling- in 10 years, in 10 years we yeah. might look back and say, that Albanese, he... he Made yeah. at least one change. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> but I mean, yeah. f- in the meantime, there's, there was a hundred coal mines committed. Yeah, and of course the living went backwards, yeah. and the rich got richer. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, I guess he would say, and I don't know why he's not on the podcast to celebrate his first year. I thought you had connections in Labor, Charles. But anyway, yeah, we should um, get him on. He would say, "Well, he's going to try and get the voice up. If he's got the voice up, yeah. isn't that his first term, basically? Yeah, no, and and that would be an achievement if it would likely. Do you think it's going to happen? I still feel like it probably will. I, I, think I feel we, like it's going to get a slight majority and just, just the four states. Let's get Thomas Mayo on and have a chat about the oh, voice. That would be great because that would actually mean we were providing a voice to <laughs> people who are so yeah. politely and, and patiently asking for one, Yes, at least yes. on the podcast. But, but I don't want it to be written into the constitution that we have to have No, and, and we yeah. certainly shouldn't have to consult. No. You know, yeah. just, it's just nice when we do. It's polite. Yeah. And, and only at a sort of like... Legislative, and just as long as not 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 in any effective way, like at an executive level. Yes, and and certainly not in a way where we're obliged to do what the voice says. So we can have him on. Yes, yes, but we're not. Well, that is what the proposal is. Just just hear it. Yes, here's your space. Have a have a chat. Tell us what you have a chat, and then we can just totally yeah. Just as long as it's it's a voice. It's not. It's not power. No, it's just it's a soapbox. Yeah, you know, it's 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 the little little soapbox in the domain. We actually don't have to listen to it. Look at something. Why? This is the most depressing podcast I think I've ever been involved with. Why don't we do Australian politics? Why don't we do something else? Well, okay. So I'm going to go and um, do you, you don't have any sort of rope or sharp ra- razors around, do you? No, look. No, the, the, the way to die under the Albanese government, Charles. Oh, it's slowly. It's slowly. Yeah, and, and methodically. It, and not being able to afford a GP. Yeah, that's, that's right. That's the, if, you, if you're yeah. in some sort of desperate health condition and you think to yourself, well, I'd, I'd like to go to the GP, but it's going to cost me hundreds of dollars. No, but actually, Dom, I have to disagree with you there because he's doubled the number of pills that you're allowed to get from pharmacies. Oh. So it become much easier to top yourself. If you need to call Lifeline... <laughs> You, you, should, you should. Is, is you, that you free? You probably do after this episode. Yeah, no. I, I do. It's it's not. No, yeah. Look, we promised Charles no. that when Labor we're came jo- into we're power, joking. Yeah, we when don't. Labor came into power, we would we would satirise them. We would yeah. we'd scrutinise them. We wouldn't celebrate yeah. what they've done. And I think we've delivered. We, we've delivered on that promise. I think, and I, and I think the Albanese government has also <laughs> delivered on being eminently satirizable. So well done, yes, that's Albo it. and team. Our gear is from Road. We're part of the Iconoclast Network. And uh, if you're still with us tomorrow, <laughs> catch you then. Catch you then. We won't talk about Albo tomorrow. How about that? Yeah, that's a deal. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves 
without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1, only from Rust-Oleum. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.